March 16th, 1997, a woman was found strangled behind a Coral Springs, Florida pharmacy. The only clue the police had to start with was a star tattoo on her bikini line. At the beginning of this case, the police had no idea the woman they found murdered used to live at the Playboy Mansion and date a famous rock star. How did she wind up here and what led to her horrific murder? Welcome to the Macabre Family Podcast and the story of Star Stowe. Welcome to the Macaw Family Podcast. I'm Stephanie here today with part five of the Playboy Murder Series, and I am here with my co-host for this long, strange trip down the rabbit hole. Mom! Mom's here! Mom. So, we've established before recording that you did not watch this episode. No, I did watch the episode. I okay. just had to figure Refresh. out which one it was. Yep. Yeah. And like I said, this is the last one. Not the last one. We have one more after this. And then I know. I thought done. there was eight. I did too. I don't. Maybe you thought it was eight because I told you that was. <laughs> maybe or I was. Maybe they just took it off. No, probably not. Disco- what was it Discovery, Discovery Plus. Plus? Yeah, I, I thought there was more, but who knows? Yeah. Well, oh, well, after this, from after the series, I'm gonna try something haunted or less murdery, less murderistic. Yeah, and brutal. Take, yeah, take a break. All of them been pretty brutal. Wait, <laughs> oh, wait till next week. Did you oh, have you watched that one no. yet? No. That one's rough. No. Okay. I'll have to watch it this weekend. Yeah. So before we get into it, I want to cite my sources for this episode. The Playboy Murders on Discovery Plus was my main source, as always. Also, medium.com, investigationdiscovery.com, and biographygist.com. So we can get right into it. What's it all doing? So Ellen Louise Stowe was born on March 19, 1956 in Little Rock, Arkansas. She aspired to be a dancer and be in a band. She decided that Ellen wasn't the greatest rocker name, so she changed it to Star because she loved looking up at the stars in the night sky. What was her name? Ellen. Ellen? Yeah. I don't blame her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's an old-fashioned name, Ellen. 50s name? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... Well... mm. Yeah. Okay. Is Ellen short for anything, or is it just Ellen? Ellen. Oh, Okay. That's what I mean. I only know one Ellen, and yeah, probably 1950s. What, Ellen DeGeneres? No. No. Uh, oh, I don't know her last name. <laughs> so in I guess the, you don't know the, her that well. <laughs> in the Smart Club. Oh, okay. Southern Maine Association. I'm sure Mikhail knows trails. if I ask her. Yes, he knows who Ellen is. So her friend throughout her life, Josh Olson, spoke to uh, in the episode about Star and said that as she, soon as she could, she basically hightailed it out of Arkansas. Obviously, because yeah. she was young to begin with. Yeah. It sounds like she had a uh, strong head. Yeah, she was, like, wanted to scoot. Yeah. Star was... small town. Yeah. She yeah. was 18 and went right to Vegas to try to make it as a dancer. There you go. About a year after her being there in 1975, Star was at the Sahara Hotel in Vegas. Okay. While there, she spotted Kiss frontman Gene Simmons. Yeah, I want to say we went up there around that time. Huh? You went to Vegas? Mm-hmm. With dad? No. Oh no! In the seventies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was around. It was around seventy three. Oh, when you traveled through. Yep. The okay. United States. Yep. So he didn't have any makeup on. So how <sighs> did you he... recognize him? That's what, yeah, that was the whole thing. It was like, how did anybody recognize? Years him? ago, you you did not see their faces at all. I yeah. don't know when they came 
to showing taking the makeup off or whatever. But I don't do they. I don't think they like. We know what perform. they all look like now because they of the don't, internet, right? Like, stuff like that. They don't perform without it. I don't think. I don't think so. There's no. like um, metal groups and stuff that have like masks and stuff they wear, and nobody knows what they look like outside of it. Kind mm. of situation. Creepy, right? Uh, she went up to him and they hit it off. According to Jeff, Starr told him that Jean was this adorable, down-to-earth, nice guy, like nothing like his persona and kiss at all. Right, right. Now, did she know prior that it was him? Yeah, she knew who he was. Re- okay, without she, she re- Yeah, she recognized him. Uh, he used to have a uh, reality TV show with his wife and yeah, kids. Yeah, I remember that. He grosses me out. It was pretty funny. But... <laughs> yeah, he, I don't know. The when he tells people that he slept with thousands of women, oh, yeah. like, okay. well, look, look at uh, one of the tenants that we have. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ted Nugent's love child. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I forgot about her. Mm-hmm. Um, to do do that random encounter in a hotel in Vegas sparked a three-year-long romance. Oh, they both were really smitten with each other. She was now, young- she was nineteen at this point. How old yeah. was he? Good question. I have no okay. idea. All right. Obviously older. Because Kiss yeah, was ki- formed by the 70s, right? Like, that was a big 70s band. Yeah, so they can't be maybe late 20s. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, they cap out at a certain age. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so she was this, like, young, small-town Arkansas girl hanging out with one of the biggest rock bands yep. in the world. Yep. According to Gene Simmons in his autobiography, okay, he claims to be the reason... That star got her photos into Playboy at all. And why he wants to claim this? Because after what he happens? wants some fame. Well, I think he wants famous, money. But, you know. Well, no, I mean, he, so he straight up, and he talks about her, obviously. But right. He is the one who sent her pictures to Playboy. Well, he's got a big name, too. So why yeah. wouldn't they even hit her, you know? So uh, apparently, Gene, like I said, sent her pictures, and they sent out a scout to meet and photograph Star. Nice. Heft. Loved the photos of Star and wanted to make her a centerfold. Mm-hmm. Centerfold. Mm-hmm. According to Holly, <laughs> uh, a lot of women were sending photos to get into the magazine back then, just like they were. Oh, of course. You know, and, but if but you have somebody special with a you know a rock star, mm-hmm. rock star. What is wrong with me today? Rock star. Oh. <laughs> um, I guess that basically fast tracked you. Well, I'm sure they but put she, a star on the top of her. Her list. Oh, this is a star folder. Yeah, her name names. star. Yeah, right. This would be Star's big break. She was flown to Chicago because at the time all the photo shoots were done there. Right. In the 1970s, Chicago was still the main hub for Playboy, and they still had the mansion in Chicago, mm-hmm. which had a indoor swimming pool, Ooh. an underwater tiki in bar. Chicago, it would. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can't even go outside. Underwater or in water? It says, she called it an underwater, underwater tiki, tiki bar. bar. So I don't understand that. But maybe you had to swim underwater to get to it. No, I think it's just in the pool. Oh, maybe. <laughs> you a fireman's pole, a bowling alley, like stuff that in the 70s. No was houses, cool. Yeah, nobody's houses were going to have it. No. That, it was that like fire the, pole place to be mm-hmm. half knew how to party and he made sure where he lived was the main party place while star was in chicago during her photo shoot with playboy her life became a non-stop party mm-hmm. she was hanging mm-hmm. out with rod stewart elton john like oh yeah the famous people went to playboy and hang out <laughs> sorry no i'm saying <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yep cocaine <laughs> elton john went playboy went to playboy and hang out wouldn't you 
You have all the nice looking guys there. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, you know what? There you go. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> he was bi anyway. Was he? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, uh... oh my God. From Freddie Mercury. Um, he yeah, was bi. I think so. Yeah. I think so. He was, I don't know, like Freddie Mercury. It's like mm. getting a resurgence now because of the movie. Have mm-hmm. you seen it? Mm-hmm. No. The kid, it's really good. Oh, I, I can, I can imagine. But, but why, why for, watch a movie when you already watched? No, yeah. <laughs> well, for like uh, back then, I guess he was pretty handsome, except for his teeth. Oh well, mm. those things were huge. Yeah, and every lead singer is handsome. Oh, and yeah, you know what? Three fourths of them are disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but they're not as handsome as what you have in your mind. Exactly. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. I think with Freddie Mercury, I, I just feel bad. His life, he could have gone so much further if he mm-hmm. didn't. And back then when he did get AIDS, it's like that wasn't, you don't talk about that shit. You didn't talk about it because the only known thing was it was the homosexuality. Yeah. And it was swept under the rug for many years. So did you know that there were commercials about AIDS, and it literally was calling it a, Home, yeah. a homo- homosexual disease. Yeah, from homophobic people. Yeah, it was pictures of families. And how, it's like, keep you your even, family safe from the gays. Yeah, but how could you even not think it was going to... Even if that was the case, why would you not think it was going to spread over to the heterosexuals that's, and the bisexuals it's just it's like if, that's just so ignorant but anyway okay. uh, yeah it just it makes me mad <sighs> it's just like um what is it princess diana mm-hmm. or some i think it was her was like one of the first public figures to go and like people be were with flabbergasted them. that were, she was touching them yeah it's insane like <sighs> yeah it's crazy so anyways Get educated, people. <laughs> she had been with Gene Simmons, but this was attention being paid to her. So yes. at these parties, people it's were her. talking to her mm-hmm. wanting to see her. Mm-hmm. She told her friend Jeff that it was like a dream. They treated her like an A-list movie star at Playboy. Anything she wanted, she could get. She'd get right up high on that horse. They well, put you yeah. way this, up. The time was about her, and people wanted to be around mm-hmm. about her. And that's so sad because we all you know, want at some to point, feel special. Special, yep. wanted. Exactly. When you're dating somebody like a famous rock star, you don't feel that way. You no. feel like a, you know, second class, basically. Yeah, well, eye candy. Yeah. You know, on his arm, whatever. His, her photo shoot was like no other that had happened before. They This stood out compared to the others at the time because she had a visible tattoo. Oh. Uh, they stuck to like an upscale, like the centerfolds would be upscaled, soft yeah. lighting, she had a theme. She had rock theme. She mm-hmm. posed with a guitar. She did a full frontal, which was not usually what they did. Right, right. So this was like a different... She must have been all trimmed. Nice. She was very pretty. <laughs> no trimmed. She was, she was also 19, so what body fat was there? <laughs> but I do give a lot to these girls. Right? Mm-hmm. Her whole look and vibe was different, and this was... Made it hurt more popular, right? So it right. hurt centerfold. She's the, she was the bad girl and a good girl. Yeah, I mean, she was the bad girl. She in was the like good a girl world. world, basically. Yeah, but not. Yeah, it was a persona. You know I, I what know. I mean? It's yeah, just sassiness between the sheets, right? Star Centerfold came out <laughs> in February 1977. Are you getting itchy? No, no. sassiness between the sheets. 
you don't really want to hear your mom say that. <laughs> so she received a good chunk of money and was being noticed, like I said, to go from small town girl to living in Vegas to dating a rock star to mm-hmm. now a centerfold. Can you imagine? This was like in, in, a, a, year, in a span, 18 a year. months, yeah. maybe 18 months. Not everybody could handle that. And no. she had a feeling though she made it. This is going to last forever. And she's she's going to know what to do with it. And Playboy put that in their head like you you stick up, you forever. stick with us. We'll we we'll got you. Yeah, forget it. Well, <laughs> she, she topped off when? Us, uh, what do you mean? Like oh, 77. 77? Yeah, that's when her um career centerfold came out. <clears throat> so after that, so 74 when did she's she She's born in 56. Yeah, but when did she 75? Okay, go so, to Vegas. Yeah, so two years later, she's she's in centerfold, centerfold the top of the world. Yeah, living basically. in the mansion. So this is she did all that stuff in Chicago, and then she went to California to yep. live in the mansion. Okay, and she had no idea what was going on. No, there, no, like she didn't realize what kind of business was happening at the mansion, and this would okay. be a big. Big deal? Yep. Okay. This would often happen to many playmates. Um, after their photo shoot, they'd go live with the mansion. Yeah. And staying close to half and being around for whatever they different. needed. Yep. Yes. They did promotions, stuff like that. Yep. The mansion in the 1970s, though, they would have orgies mm-hmm. happening in the grotto and basically everywhere. Ugh. <laughs> Drugs everywhere. All you had to do was like open up a box and there'd, and be, there'd cocaine. be cocaine in there. Yep. Yeah. Well, that was the... Doors mm. stayed open. It was just a basically a huge party. People could come in and out whenever they wanted. Yep. Big orgy. Oh, it must have stunk in there. Right? <laughs> so I have no idea how anything got done magazine-wise there. How did he... Well, add- these... Yeah. You just... I mean, if you have so many girls, there's only so many that can be out there for the magazine or whatever, 12 a year. Yeah. I mean, he's not the... He's editing, but he's not like the photographer, so... No, and I'm sure all he's doing is pointing fingers. Yes. She, while Star was there, she was able to be friends with just about everyone. She was like a hippie flower love child mm-hmm. who was friendly and nice, and she became friends with the staff, even though that was a no-no. Hef did not want the staff to interact with the girls at all. Oh, because it might happen in the closet? No, because they were his. <sighs> he's a very... What a pig. What is that word like controlling? There you go. Yeah. Does he walk around with a boner all day? Yeah, well, probably not. No. So we're gonna get into <laughs> we're gonna get into what he used to like give people. And I looked up the um side effects and it actually is uh, <gasps> erectile dysfunction. Oh my god. <laughs> that he used to give people? Yes. Oh god. So Stefan was Hef's chauffeur from nineteen seventy eight to nineteen eighty two and Star and him formed a real friendship. Like I said, this was not allowed, so they'd sit in the butler's pantry and talk. This was still that way, even in the 2000s. The girls were not allowed to fraternize with the staff at all. I know, and we were talking about discrimination, and... Well... You can't. It's a private club. Well, this is... No, in his house. He had a mansion staff. Right. Yeah. But it's it's their choice to work there. Yeah. They have to abide by their rules. I guess he did this because girls were... Sleeping with the of course. staff. But. All these girls are small hometown girls, and most of the staff are probably the same. Exactly. Um, Hef was a controlling figure. He could have many girlfriends, but they could only be interested in him. Back in the 70s, though, these girls weren't even technically girlfriends. They were just in the magazine. But that didn't stop Hef from having strict rules when it came to them and what they had to do to stay in his good graces. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? 
Some of the rules the playmates had to abide by were you had to have a scheduled sex with half at least twice a week. Oh my god. <laughs> well, this is the 70s. Think of this is the 70s. <laughs> so he was not as old th- then. <laughs> Still, that is just. Help me. <laughs> Wait, there's more. If an important person picked you, you would have to entertain them. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. There's a freaking A, and he is still held in such high regard. No, I don't think so anymore. Uh, you'd be surprised. First and foremost, you were Hef's girls. This took a toll on Star because she had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. But he was always at the mansion, enjoying the fruits of his stardom. He claims to have never done her drugs. stardom. Yes. Okay. Well, he's still a rock star, thank you. Oh, oh, Gene Simmons. Yeah. Okay. He claims to have never done drugs or anything yeah. like that, but he uh, also has claims what? to have slept with. He is what he said. He said he lived a clean lifestyle back then. I'll have to Google that. Right. Yeah. So, okay. He wasn't, right. they have people that said that he wasn't doing drugs there, but he has claimed to have slept with thousands of women. Mm-hmm. Tell me he wasn't. He may not partake in the drugs there, but he was He was feeding them to the girls to say, hey, come on, baby. Oh, I, I'm sure they were doing Intoxicated by then. Let's lay out. Yeah. Okay. Or just sleeping with all the girls That's while he disgusting. still has a girlfriend, right? That's so disgusting. She told her friend Jeff that she felt she had no choice in any of these things, sleeping with Heth or the gross men, as she put it. She felt that she had to do it to keep her status with Playboy. Heth made it clear to Star that it, to keep her lifestyle, she was living she had to follow the rules that that's sex trafficking but go ahead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he would have stars sitting at his table and by his side he really liked her and she made him look good mm. to keep up with the partying star would drink and take drugs more and more she was told that you must keep up basically yeah they want the party girl so you have to be the party girl I'd be puking in the corner. I would day. too. <laughs> Not only were there drugs and alcohol readily available, Half also was very known for handing out quaaludes. Okay. This was a sedative and marked illegal in the 1980s. Of course. But like I said, it, some do it too much, it causes like erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. dysfunction. Mm-hmm. He would call them thigh openers. Thigh openers? Thigh. Thigh openers? Yes. <laughs> he used to hand them out to girls to get relaxed. <laughs> He was still handing them out to the girls in the 2000s. Mm. Holly and Bridget have talked about it on their podcast. And if they didn't take them from Hef and pretend mm-hmm. to take them, the other girls would get pissed off. Because they were like, well, if you don't take them from him, he'll stop giving them to us. So make sure you take them. Right. This was before like they were on the TV show and stuff. This was, um, they call it the Mean I Girls era because there was yeah. like seven of them. That were a huge group. Yeah. yeah. They were wicked bitchy yep. and. The they, leaders of the pack. They were only there for the money. Yep. These are the girls. Yep. So. Ridiculous. So even though this was illegal, in the, starting in the 80s, the yep. FDA said they cannot, this isn't a drug you can do anymore. He, w- he still, still got, got him. After a year of living this life fueled by drugs and alcohol, alcohol Star became a different person. She wasn't as happy as she used to be. She seemed like she was living in a haze, according to Stella, hostess for the mansion at the time. Uh, you think? Right. You're doing drugs all the time. All the time. I don't think I'd be able to function. No. According to Stella, Star needed to get into rehab and get help, but there was no one there that was could help but, her. No. They wouldn't. No. Stefan said in this episode that Star confided in him that she knew she was addicted to cocaine. She couldn't sleep and she would find herself breaking down and crying for no reason. Mm-hmm. So basically depressed Yeah. and addicted to drugs, mm-hmm. which I think go in hand in hand. Mm-hmm. She was essentially a mess, and she had no one to rely on at the mansion. 
No, they were all out for number one. The friends she made there couldn't really help her. They weren't even supposed to have any friendships with her, <sighs> technically. Uh, I'm sure would find a way. Come on. <sighs> well, Come on, yeah. people. It's just like everybody else. You just, well, this is what happens kind of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everyone else at the mansion was just kind of date, keeping oh, her dazed out with the drugs. I'm sure half of them were dazed out because they were addicted too. Yeah. You know, I mean, this was why would 70s. she be the only one? She's, I don't think she, no. she was the one that ended this way, but mm-hmm. I don't think she was the only one that ended with this. Because there's Problem. a TV show uh, A&E put out called The Secrets of Playboy. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of play, ex-playmates, staff, what they're talking saying, about. They, that's yep. why I said I don't think he has the mystique he does anymore because after he died, this came out. and He's a lot dead. Of people, half? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he died. He has, not that long ago. How long ago? Um, a couple, maybe a couple years. I don't know. Google it. Yes. So... Star and Jean's relationship eventually came to an end, and this put Star into a more depressive state, and she lost her way more and more. One day she woke up and came to the realization that Playboy wasn't doing anything for her, but making her a ghost of her former self. Five years? Six. Six years. 2007. Oh, wow. The way she went about trying to separate herself from Playboy probably wasn't the best, but at the time she didn't know what else to do. She basically told Hef to fuck off. I don't, you know, but once she death. Once she disrespected Hef, though, she was done with Playboy for good. They were done. Sorry, they were done with her. Of course. Of course. They completely cut her off, and they expected, so, like, they cut her off. No money, no Mm -hmm. promotions, nothing. Mm -hmm. You were done. They expected Star to be this party girl, but when she gets addicted to drugs and alcohol, they were like, well, that's her problem. See you later. Bye. That's her. That's a her issue, not an us issue. Yeah. Okay. Being addicted to drugs Mm -hmm. was just her character flaw. Mm Mm-hmm. So... She became an issue because of the lifestyle that they wanted her to live. Right. She came to the house at 19 or 20. Like, your brain's not even fully that developed. Is such a, it's a sick, sick way of life. So this is a conversation I've had with my sister before where when you start doing drugs young, it basically stops your brain from forming. Mm-hmm. And your brain doesn't stop forming till you're in your you're 20s. Older, right, yeah. Right. So when you're doing drugs... And your brain stops forming, you become addicted, and you're basically stuck, stuck at, that at age 20 group. years old. Yep. And that's where she, I think, spent the rest of her life in that mindset of mm-hmm. a 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. It just sucks, but, you know, she told Hef to kick rocks. And that meant she had no place to live, no income, nothing. Because she was living such, in the mansion. Right. That's so such when, a... Uh... It, it's like a two, what is it called? A double-sided sword mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. Like Doesn't you can live this life do. and die. Or you can try to survive, survive the other life. But then die. Mm-hmm. So she had to start her life all over with a heavy addiction problem and no way to get help. She moved to Vegas to try to start all over again. But all that she got, though, was a deeper into the life. Because mm. it's, it's fucking Vegas. Yeah. Well, You're already uh, addicted to drugs. Yeah. And all they're looking for there is gambling, drugs, and sex. Yep. In 1981, she married a man named Peter Maligo. I think that's what it's, how you say it. He was an aspiring rock star, but since you don't know who what his name is, I guess he didn't get very far. You know <laughs> <laughs> Soon Star found herself uh, pregnant with a son, and days after she gave birth to her son, Michael, okay. Peter sent her to the strip club to work. Oh. Oh. Days. Yep. Days. 
At the time, she was able to make good money because she still was a Playboy centerfold. Right. Like, right. I mean, Playboy can't take away the fact that she was in the magazine. Right. So they put it on but the billboard can, at the strip Playboy, club. They can't put Playboy up there, could they? Yeah. She was a Playboy centerfold. I mean, ex Playboy centerfold. Well, it, you know, meet Star mm-hmm. Stowe centerfold for, in 1977. You know right. I mean? Right. Basically. So she was able to use that as a uh, what do they call advertisement? It? Mm-hmm. Promotion, basically. What do they call it though? Um... Just way to get people through the door. Yeah, like come see this. I've been watching Mrs. Maisel. So. Oh, <laughs> come see this woman that you saw in a magazine naked, in person naked, basically. Mm-hmm. Not Head- that headliner. Yeah, there you go. So she was able to use that to her advantage at the strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Peter, why not? Right. You yeah, think right. she would be able to make some money though after that? At least just survive. Well, that's what she was doing, but mm-hmm. when you're addicted to drugs and she alcohol. She was addicted the whole time she was pregnant? I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe not. I mean. Come th- clean, at least for that. Yeah, her son, they never said anything about that at all, right. but. Right. This was the 80s. I know. So, I, know. I mean, you never know. Mm-mm. Because, like, you think that if she was able to stay clean for that long, maybe she. She could stay clean. But. Still take to two years yeah and what is it 90 something percent of people that will relapse after um probably it's probably more than that yeah nine, sometimes it takes two three four times yeah. don't don't give up don't do not don't give up so uh peter and sar soon divorced after michael was born and the stripping jobs started to dry up so star made the decision to move herself and michael to fort lauderdale florida and we're going to take a quick break here when we get back, we'll get into the rest of Star's life in Florida and her untimely death. What am I watching? He's watching you. Who? The the dog? No, right there. What am I looking at? The stupid plant holder? Yeah, he's watching you. He's, he's looking right at you. <laughs> you do realize we're recording, right? No. We are. <laughs> <laughs> All I can see is when I look at it, it looks at, like it's looking at you. So he has your full attention. <laughs> I have his full attention. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, and we're back. So oh. what do you think of the story so far? Um... I feel bad for It's her. tragic. It is tragic, and shame on him. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, for, you know, whatever. I'm the- t- you got to watch it. I think it's on Amazon Prime or Pluto. Like, it's, yeah. it's on somewhere. It's called Secrets of Playboy. Look into it. It's crazy. Holly you is know, on there. You know, that's an older show. No, there it's new. Older- is it new? Like, this past, not this year, but last year yeah. came out. But Holly's on it and talks about her time and stuff there. Because they used to have a show on years ago, and I can't remember what it was, but I remember Hugh Hefner being there. And he had, like, him, he had a, whatchamacallit, a biography done about him, but he completely something. had control of it, so mm. you're not going to get the true stories. Mm-mm. And Mm-mm. some of these people, like, he was so influ- influential, there we go. Uh, yeah. He, people were afraid to come out when he was alive. I just, like, I don't understand... Uh, how he got away with it. Rich? So, I mean, he had to have at least probably, what, five ounces at a time in the 
in the well, this mansion. Is, yeah. Really? So Holly wrote a book. Yeah. Um, after she left about what went on there when she was there and stuff like that. Completely cut her off. Like they. Oh. But she, I mean, when she broke up with them, she didn't want anything to do with them. Right. Right. She was filming a, her own reality show and right. they, it was the same producer. Yeah. I thought he had control over that too. Her, her show. No. Okay. She, but same producer. Cause he was still filming the uh, new season of girls next door with three new girlfriends. Okay. That was, that's the one I was thinking of. And, uh, the producer basically forced interactions between the two. And okay. she was, she said she felt so uncomfortable, like yep. stuff like that. Yeah. But she, when Bridget talks about it, she stayed um, basically in the good graces. But when Hef died, she, for a year before she had knew he, sick, knew he was sick, Bridget did. Yeah. kept asking, can I come up and see him so I can say goodbye? Cause she still was in love. No, no, but they were friends. Right. Bridget right. was. And, they kept saying no. And then when he died, she wasn't even invited to his funeral. Ooh. She lived with him for eight years. Ooh. You know what I mean? She yeah. was bummed out about it. But it's like the new. He must, must be like, what do they call it? At that? the end of his life, I don't think he had any control over things. But I mean. He couldn't. I mean, no. it must be a corporation or whatever. By it was. Yeah. But no, I meant. Controlled by others. When it came to like him, his access to him and stuff like mm-hmm. that, it was he got married. Mm-hmm. To one of those new girlfriends. Okay. So, so she, she's saying no, no, yeah, no, no. I think so, yeah. But I mean. So did she end up cashing in? I don't know. She has not come out. I don't think it said anything. Hmm. I'm sure. Hmm. But he didn't even own the mansion. That was Playboy's. It's sold I was now. It's say completely everything. redone. Wow. wow. Like they took out the pools and everything. Like Right. They're completely redoing it. But I. He didn't have. So it was a whorehouse. I don't, I don't think he had money. To be honest with you, I don't, I don't think he had anything. I thought he was like a trillion, not a trillionaire, but you, the you know what Playboy I mean. Playboy Corporation was, but he didn't even have. He had to have. Some, he had to have some money coming in, though. He rented that house. He had to pay rent on the uh, rooms that the girls lived in because he didn't own the house. Playboy did. Huh. So basically, pay, Playboy paid him. To be on. It reminds me of a uh, editor. You're gonna laugh of a monk monk show. Oh monk right, episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was the guy, guy, and they they cut him oh, off. The he whale. Was, no. Oh. <clears throat> Same idea. A mansion. He's got his cigar. He got his. But he doesn't his, own anything. He he owns nothing. It's the corporation now. The guys. They probably telling him. They probably base that on. It, it was. Yeah, you know what I mean. To fire him. Well, the guy ended up. He was like a scientist of. He made this huge magnet. Oh, okay. So he had the apartment was rented just below the guy, and he built a magnet when he was I exercising. I, I think yeah, and it, but yeah, built um, barbells, it, lifting yeah, the barbells stuck, on the workbench. Yeah, and then it, he turned on the magnet and it choked him. Yes, yes, yeah, I remember yeah. that episode. Yeah. All right. Anyways, let's get yeah. back to our story. Same, same idea though, right? Basically, right. right? right? Okay. When Star got to Florida, she started to strip there as well. If it, it just sucks. She had like all these dreams. I know. In and the she's end. Just... Not not that anything's being wrong with a stripper, but that's just not what she wanted to do. No. It wasn't. No. But she, she, she wanted was to... being forced into it. Her husband or whatever. Well, they're divorced now. Thank God. Right. But she, she gets all the money. What money? <laughs> um, well. But she's not using it now. Mm-hmm. So. 
Not only was she trying to take care of her son, but she was also having to support drugs and alcohol addiction as well. Mm. As Star got older and her addiction started to show in her face. So by the time she was 30, she was finding it hard to strip. Yeah. Keep a job. Yeah. Who's so, looking at the face, though? <laughs> <laughs> she turned to the next thing she knew, and that was sex. Which sucks, because she learned that at the mansion. Yep. Just like the mansion, she turned to the drugs and alcohol to numb herself from what she was doing. After a while, Star realized she couldn't take care of her son anymore, so in 1988, she went. She sent Michael to live with her mother in Arkansas. Oh, thank God. He, he, yeah. She loved Michael, and it killed her to be away from him, but she knew it would be best for him. Or her son would later say that the only that he only had good memories of his mom. They would talk on the phone almost every day when he moved. So sad. No matter what, she was a good mom to him, and no matter mm-hmm. what she was going through, she was always taking. He was he always was taking, taking care, care of. Yeah, she made sure of it. Yep. In 1990, Star got arrested for drug possession. So this makes sense. The whole time she's able to do all this stuff while he was there in her care. Mm-hmm. But once he left, then I think they she kind of trouble. Yeah, she crumbled. There was nothing to live for. Right. Even though he for him, but not to take care of. You always need something to take care of. Yeah. While in jail, she wrote a letter to her best friend, Mitchie Stone. Some of her letters said, quote, I had such high hopes and now they're gone. I did it to myself and it's a nightmare. But when I get home, I get to be the old me. I get to be with my son and go to church. It will be good someday. End quote. It seemed like she was, while she was in jail, she's had a clear head and she was trying to think. Well, the, this the is drugs what, are yeah. starting to wear off. Everything's starting to feel a little better and thinking about what you, poor thing. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Unfortunately, all her dreams didn't happen. And that sucks. March 16th, 1997, Coral Springs, Florida. Almost 20 years to the day of Star Centerfold came out in days before her first. 41st birthday, Star was found strangled to death. 41st, so she's talking like 22 years later now. Once she was found and identified, the police spoke to her friend, Mitchie Stone. Star had been living with Mitchie since the breakup with her boyfriend. While talking to the police about who Star was and what her life was like, Mitchie told them about Star's ex-boyfriend. Don't know his name. No. No. Star and her boyfriend had gotten into the fight days before Star's murder. After the fight, Star ended with a big, ended up with a big bump on her head. Ooh. So the ex-boyfriend got arrested for domestic violence, but the charges ended up getting dropped. Who dropped them? The state, because there were witnesses to the argument and said that Star was so shit-faced that she ended up falling and hitting her own head. Okay. So they were arguing, but she right. fell on her and own. And hit it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So she, that, you know. So they dropped yeah. it because there was no... He There's no yeah. evidence that he even touched her. Yeah, so basically she hurt herself. Okay. It didn't take police long to eliminate him as a suspect. After Star's murder, the police worked tirelessly trying to figure out who could have done this. Did I say that right? Tirelessly. Tirelessly. <laughs> there, I was going to say you said it quite well. <laughs> uh, they were able to find out there was another man in Star's life, her quote-unquote boyfriend, or and he is, we don't know. A pimp. Ooh. No, because they eliminated the first boyfriend. Right. Okay. So the second boyfriend was probably just a pimp. A John? No. Oh, a pimp. Pimp. Her okay. pimp. He was a small-time drug dealer, and they were able to find an interview. I don't know his name either. Mm-mm. Mm. He admits that he was with Star on the night she disappeared. Red flag one. Yeah. He claims to have picked up Star and dropped her off to meet a client, and that was the last time he saw her. Red, okay. Red flag blame, number two. He claims. on the John. 
They were able to get a search warrant for his vehicle, and what they found was interesting. Oh, Red okay. flag three. <laughs> okay. He drove a creepy white van, <laughs> and they found literally nothing in the van. Uh, did he bleach it? No. When I mean nothing, nothing, he pulled out the carpet. He pulled out everything, everything except for the two front seats. He only stra- she got strangled. She did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like he was cleaning up blood. But DNA. I, I get it. Yeah. But, but back in the 80s? So this is 97. Is yeah, it? 97, yeah. Even 97. DNA I mean, wasn't we, that great. No. DNA, no. All we, could, we couldn't establish much. No. I mean, back then, to find out, like, DNA, you could know if he was, like, what Hair blood type and stuff. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, no, completely gutted his car. So okay. that's creepy. Red flag. Right? This that was is three. Red what? flag three. Yeah. Why that would you completely gut it? I mean, so strangling somebody, obviously. Get rid of the whole damn van. You're still going to secrete bodily fluids when you die. Sure. Because if you're dying in a um, violent way, you could bleed it, from the mouth or nose or eyes, whatever. It's, it's so funny that you say that, but uh, you lose everything. Yes. Your yeah. bowels, your bowels, all your, your urine, urine yeah, everything. Every, everything that you're holding. So in for anything liquid. that was in there is gonna be. Yeah, but if it's down to the bare metal, just go to rinsey rinse. You're good. Well, I think he gutted it after the fact. Just get rid of it. Right? He seems fishy. That they couldn't hold him on anything. So that's why we don't know his name. Yes. In April '97, uh, about a month after Star's murder, the West Palm Beach police. Department contacted Fort Lauderdale slash Coral Springs. She was found in Coral Springs, but I think, like I said, Fort Lauderdale. Right, like, right around that area. Yeah. They wanted to talk about it and compare because there was another murder. Oh. A month before Star was murdered, there was another murder of a sex worker. Her name was Sandra Walters, and she was strangled and left behind in an adult video store half naked. Oh. So this happened on February 25th, 1997. And so, uh, did they get... Ligature strangulation or manual? I'm assuming manual. They you never say so? anything about ligature, no. yeah. Okay. So she actually kind of had similar features to Star, too, All physical. Right. Yep. They weren't sure if it was random or serial killer. And they never had the same pimp? No. Not probably the same I think John. just this guy that claimed to be her boyfriend but pimped her out. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right. right. Give me your money. Like her husband. Yep. By November of that year, Broward County... Another sex worker was found murdered. She was found strangled and dumped in a dumpster. So three women three. with similar lifestyles, fi- similar physical features, and the same cause of death. And in the same, uh, kind of in a well, radius of so each other. April, March, right. April, and then November. Wow. He had a sleeping Oh, period? so sorry. February, March, April, and then November. Wow. So he had a, some cooling off or whatever. Maybe they just haven't found him. Right. By the spring of 1998, four more sex sex workers from the same area had been found murdered. Oh, so that's cheap as six. Well, not four Eight. more. Four. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> seven. <laughs> Don't forget her. Yep. Well, that's seven because I think I see count four. her three. Three plus four is seven. Good job. So this seems all too convenient to not be a serial killer. Do you know what um, I mean? You would think, right? All, it, all done the same way and just thrown away like trash. Well, that's sex workers back then. Even now, I still think there's a stigma, but of course there is. There, 
easily because they consider the less dead. Nobody's going to miss them. They're mm-hmm. mostly drug addicts, you know. The well, don't say nonsense. drug addicts, but they're mostly people who are run away from home. That's what that's what people think. This is why it should be legal. Right. That way there can be, you know, it can, what fucking hell? Who cares? Mm-hmm. 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 You want to pay for it, why not? I mean, exactly. paying for everything else. No shit. Why it's not a, that? September. That way we could have a system with, for it that people uh, could track this shit. Well, that and you can get preventatives yep. and exactly. a little more education instead of sweeping it under the rug. Exactly. Saying enough is enough. I think it. So, in September of 97, a man named Kevin Johnson was arrested in West Palm Beach for beating a sex worker so bad she lost an eye. Ooh. So, to say, this is sad to say that this she was a lucky one. Because she lost an eye on her life. Right. I Right. But that's brutal. That has got to be really <sighs> brutal. She would be, um, he admits to killing two other sex workers. He stabbed one and beat another one to death. Oh, Jesus. He told them he was glad he was caught because he was a monster and he liked to beat women. Oh, he, at least he knows it. But right. geez, get yourself help. I get caught first. He didn't confess to any other murders and it appears he never made it to the Fort Lauderdale area. Oh, so it appears he didn't kill the six but, sex workers. No. But he also yes. murdered two women. So That's what I'm saying. No matter like what. He, just, because he's, just because he's saying, no, I didn't, don't you think maybe he did? What if he admitted to, to murders that he wasn't even arrested for? You know what I mean? Stop. He was arrested for beating up a woman. He wasn't arrested for murders. Maybe it's because it's different jurisdiction. He but was he, afraid? So I he stabbed one and beat another. So oh, this wasn't no the same. No strangulation. Yeah, no, no. Gotcha. Things in the area seemed to quiet down for a while until 2000, when in Cooper City, two women were found murdered and stuffed into luggage. This was Sia Dimas and Kimberly Levisi. They were both found on the side of the roads. In 2011, so 11 years later, mm-hmm. police were able to find uh, ID who murdered them. He was a Brazilian diplomat named Roberto Fernandez. Oh, my God. They found fingerprints like- on them. Okay. So it took 11 years. To find it? Well, which, well, he's a diplomat, so why would his fingerprints even be in the system? Well, because he's a passport. Like, he's not yeah, from... Yeah, but why, not, not a criminal. Know. You know what I mean? Not a criminal. They were These were the only two they can tie to him. Right. And the problem is the families could never get justice for Sierra or Kimberly because he died years before, five years before, in a plane crash. <laughs> Karma. Mm-hmm. So four women killed by two different men, all in and around the same area. But we still have six women who have had no justice yet. Give me a break. It's probably like five guys who did it. Yeah. I think it's foolish to think there isn't a serial killer. Of though. course there is. The cooling off period where everything seemed quiet could be he got arrested. Mm-hmm. He went to jail. He mm-hmm. moved away. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just he, haven't found the bodies. He got, well, there's that. Or he got like a family because btk did that he mm-hmm. stopped for a little mm-hmm. while i think Went Ted Bundy. Yep. yeah stuff like that so um 25 years later and the case is still unsolved for star the detectives that originally worked her case think that star was killed by somebody she knew there were no defensive wounds yeah, yeah. so most likely well, like i said a john yeah or her pimp because mm-hmm. he's saying oh i dropped her off but did you or did but you what murder about her? all the other girls? I mean, they were all killed the same way and just dumped. Yeah, but that could, like you said, just be a bunch of different right. perverts. Men. Yeah. yeah. So he thinks that her pimp is the most likely possibility. 
He didn't know any of the other girls or was never associated with him at all? No. All right. A serial killer is a likely suspect, but with the man who knew her, it does seem like the evidence points more to him. He gutted the van. Yeah. There's no defensive wounds. Right. He is the last to see her alive. Yeah. There you go. But he's the only one for one. Right. And they're trying to link them all. The case for Star did go cold for a while, but recently... The mm-hmm. Fort Lauderdale Police Department reopened her case. Really? Because they, they got DNA from her. Okay, okay. And in, like you said, in 97, DNA is not great. Right. They're going to retest it. They knew how to store it. Yeah, they're going to retest it. And because the system, too, for people, the like DNA in the system is bigger yep. now, too. Mm-hmm. So it could be that her case could yeah. get solved soon. Oh, let's hope so. Michael, that would be great. Right? Michael deserves to get justice for his mom. Mm-hmm. It seems that if Star never met Jean and never got into Playboy, her life could have been vastly different. She would have never been exposed to the life of the mansion. Right. And it see- that seems where like, things fell th- apart. You know, I yeah. have to say, it's a small town girl doing what she was being told. Being around all those drugs and alcohol, having it handed to you, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. I mean, who's going to say no say at first? Your Aunt Bonnie. Yeah. She... You know she modeled for legs ma- yeah. for in the magazine, so yeah. just the pictures. And she said um, she went she went to a couple of parties. She goes, it was unreal. She goes, they just have trays. Trays were everywhere. And joints, was drugs, jo- coke. Yeah. Yep. She goes, I wanted to bring some home to John Mark so bad. She <laughs> says, but there was no way. Like, everybody had guns, and I'm like, oh, that is. And this just was horrible. just a small little. This is mm. a, a Playboy. Think of the money. Well, this was this was in the early eighties. Exactly. So nobody was knocking on your door saying, "Hey, you got some cocaine?" Because everybody did. Exactly. So once we hear if uh, more about the DNA and Stars case, we will give you an update. That would be awesome. I hope right. they do find. Something. I do too. Well, thank you guys for listening. We will be back next time with our last episode in the Playboy Murder series. Maybe I'll watch it. You should because it's it's crazy. I I'm gonna use. I that. actually got an email months ago when this first happened. Yeah, and it was I remember it saying Playboy playmate charged with murder. <gasps> oh, so she oh, the, I have the to next watch yeah it. the next oh, episode oh, she's oh, the murderer. Oh, it gets greasy. And then after that, we're gonna go little less murdery, little more paranormal. I think. So please don't forget to please rate and review us on all listening platforms you use as well. Subscribe means a lot. He's saying, but look at him. Look at you. Mom, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for all the positive feedback. Don't forget to find us on all our socials. Facebook and TikTok are the McCall Family Podcast. And Instagram is McCall Family. Also, shoot us an email for any feedback or episode ideas at McCallFamilyPod at gmail.com. And as always, stay spooky. Bye. Bye.